and record is going. Oh my so, God. Uh, okay, every, everyone see the light? It looks red to me. I think we're good. I'm, I'm, Who, who's that voice? I'll pay attention Who, to me? it. Uh, I think her. No, her? no, her, you. Her voice? You. Uh, what? No, me. I'm, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just a guy. My long-time co-host, JFab HD, is back. Getting the band back together. He is uh, no longer on permanent hiatus. He uh, he is on semi hiatus, and so uh, he is back and going to join me when he has time on the same Shade of Difference podcast. And when he joins, he won't be a guest. He will be a a infrequent co-host, not a guest, because he earned that status. He's very diplomatically phrasing that, uh, you know, we've, we've been in probably about, when's my last Same Shade episode? Like, maybe a year ago? Probably a year like ago. We, we've been in contract renegotiations. I, I wanted a bigger cut of our Joe Rogan <laughs> Obama money from Spotify. And I, I didn't really I, I want to drag firm. us down yeah, to that no, level. I'm, I'm putting it all out there in public. Uh, you know, the... The four cents we earned, I wanted three of those. So we had Damn to get the, we had to get the lawyers involved, <laughs> and uh, and and it it got a little ugly. But John and I were able to have a couple of drinks yeah, and reconcile and, and reconcile and, and kind of get all, get over so, over uh, some of the pain and suffering that we both felt about <laughs> one another. So no, uh, no, just 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 been yeah, just been pretty. Pretty busy, but have slightly more free time <laughs> at the moment. So, yeah, I kind of came up with the idea get get the band back together, do a little, do a little recording session, and maybe have uh, an extra special guest for the the first one I'm back for. And and John, who is our extra special our guest? Extra special guest is actual my, guest. <laughs> my former co-host for the Unusually Pink podcast, uh, Brandy. Yeah, who's joining us on her first ever recording with Mark. So this is like a a historic day for probably about nine people on the planet <laughs> who have... Now, now, Brandy, is there an unusually pink website someplace? Uh, it's amazing that you would ask that because there absolutely is not a oh, unusually me. pink website. Hey, can we, can we pause the episode? I got to call the cops and report a murder. <laughs> <laughs> there, the, there is not a domain available, but... Uh, you don't still own the domain? Oh, I, I do. I'm okay. saying it's not available for anybody uh, that thinks it's snatchable. At you know, this point. I, I I really hoped when I I amicably agreed to transfer the domain to Brandy that she was gonna you know get something up there probably within a few months. We we had a drinking session out at Sonder Brewing in Mason, Ohio, um, so I could show her like some options for getting a website online. Oh, that, it was a great. That it was, was a great like probably about a year and a half working ago. Working session and. Um, what I um Nothing. I don't I think I actually failed to tell you that the reason why I wanted the domain is actually just to squat on it until you decided that you wanted it back and then I was just going to charge you triple for it. So wow. that's my after after I that's my long term. I, I let her have it for the normal renewal price. <laughs> and and so in my last episode that I'm sure neither of you have listened to of the same shade of difference podcast. Um, I talked about rebranding, and and John's aware that I've been planning to rebrand this, but I've uh, been waiting on the uh, graphic artist, and uh, apparently graphic artists are not as reliable as one might think they they are, but even even less reliable than than a graphic artist 
is a domain registrar. <laughs> and so in the last episode, I, I talked about um, there's a number of reasons since you're not going to be on it regularly. I'm going to going to rebrand it and hadn't been on it. But um, but one of the other things was is that um, I might have continued SSOD, but I wanted to move it to my podcast host that gives me stellar customer service hover. But instead, the uh, Same Shade of Difference podcast is on a unnamed podca- uh, registrar that is uh, awful with customer service. I don't want to drag them down. Oh, oh, you mean you mean the domain name, not the actual I'm sorry. podcast hosting. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, the domain name, and I don't want to. I don't want to throw them under the bus. I've it's, I've been completely professional in the last episode of this podcast. I didn't mention their name, Namecheap, and so I'm not gonna mention yeah. it this and, time. And I'll I'll take the L for you there because the only reason Mark has it on Namecheap is because I'm the one who bought the same shade of difference domain, and I was using Namecheap at the time, which I would argue for a long time they were good they really were um i have since moved my main domain off of them and the only reason i still have one domain remaining with them is that it's a a very unusual tld that my other registrar does not support so i can't really move it anywhere else but yeah i feel like they've fallen off a cliff yeah i mean i've i've opened ticket after ticket uh, I followed all the instructions, and I've moved domains my whole life, mm-hmm. and never even um, the uh, African hunting uh, uh, registrar. Um, oh, the one that ran the ads on TV, and he got in trouble because he was hunting endangered species. Was that GoDaddy? GoDaddy. Yeah, yeah. He, even GoDaddy was easier to move stuff off of than uh, than uh, this one. I'm not gonna throw under the bus name cheap is it mostly like the customer service it won't move the, the domain won't move oh. and when you open a ticket a ticket never gets open they never respond yeah i feel it's, like it's that crickets. has to be like fairly recent or maybe some type of like drop in I, I or have... change your support because like all of my domains are still there but i haven't really messed with it and the last time i had to like open a ticket for something Granted, it was through live chat, and it got resolved, like, pretty quickly. It was the guy that, you know how, like, live chat, you have, like, the person's name. It ironically matched the name of my domain, and it was very uncomfortable when I had to tell this this guy the name of my, like, almost, like, for fun domain, and it kind of matched his name, and I'm like, can I not tell you? the name of it and you just fix it but i haven't had issues with it but i also haven't been doing anything heavy with it i I had issues just with like um like subdomains not working properly with them uh, which is what prompted me to move but to to your point i've I've opened cases for things previously with them that like two or three years ago was great like they resolved it very promptly everything was fine i started running into problems and was getting not good service from them so that's when i i took my main one that i could move and i moved it off there the other one unless i ever have to if i change hosting i'd have to go in and update the dns but the second i can get it out of there i probably will but in the meantime it's kind of stuck there unfortunately and if if my former co-host who will be a infrequent 
co-host in the future. If he, I mean, if he, if he said I'll be a regular co-host, you know, I, I might even leave it on SSOD. <laughs> no, no, no peer pressure there. But, uh, but nonetheless, um, it's uh, it's good to have you uh, back. We uh, Thank you. we recorded the Craft Brew Geek podcast before this one, and we, we it was with, terrific. It was with with heart stopping action. The second that recording was finished, <laughs> it was heart stopping action. But uh, <laughs> but my, I think my heart rate's like. But I I remember that down. our uh, our friend the uh, soccer star Fonium had said uh, how good uh, when he joined us for a podcast. How good we were. Uh, um, playing off each other, so uh, so I'm excited to have John back for a couple of podcasts, and excited to have you on for the first time on uh, any podcast. But uh, same shade of difference today. Uh, John and I talk about stuff all over the map, but today we were going to talk about our home office setups. But before we get there, I'd like to mention we are at Party Town, um, per the Party usual town. down. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's uh, been in my head since walking in here. Could you do that one more time? And, no. No, no, no. You're going to splice it. It's going to no, be no. another button on no, your No, no, it's an advertisement for them. We're, that's cool. So one more time. Party town. Excellent. That's, Perfect. That's my new text tone. Every time I get a new text message, I want that to play. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the we'll tr- strip that out. The, the true test, and I don't, I don't know what our um, listenership is these days, if certain former... <laughs> Zero. <laughs> okay, got to report another murder. Uh, no, if, if certain former true crime co-workers who shall remain nameless uh, still would listen to this, if they would get that particular reference... I think there's a certain individual who used to be a fan of this podcast who would have no idea what that's from. Is it a child? Are they younger than me? In a manner of speaking, yes. All right. I, I'm, so con- I'm so confused. I'm sorry. I've dropped the ball on something. Pretty sure. Yeah, no, it's not an audio podcast if we're both off microphone. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, just, I don't know how to film it. Put, putting <laughs> putting <laughs> names at, uh, at, uh, at John. So uh, uh, does, does, does the name uh, um, rhyme with fuck? <laughs> it, and if it doesn't come does to your rhyme, head. Does it rhyme with Mums? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the second one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was I was thinking different employers, but anyway. So. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Now right. that now right. that we've uh, let's get back to our uh, our where we're where we're at. Who is not our official host, but they've True. been very gracious, and that's Party Town, and we are uh, having a beverage or three from. Uh, Party Town. So, uh, Brandy, what are you having from the uh, tap room at Party Town today? Yeah, so I this this beer is upgraded. I am having a Hefeweizen from Sonder. And you think it's good? Oh, I think it's really good. Huh. All right. Good deal. Are you are you gonna are you gonna ever tell me the face you made at me when John, I ordered it earlier? John, no. What are you having? Uh, so I'm having. I love where this is headed. Uh, I'm having the crumb cake by Rheingeist. Oh, how is that? It's fantastic. I've had it before, but I've only had it canned. This is my first time having it 
uh, on draft. And if you're you're not a, a local or you're just insane and hate Ryan Geist for some reason and don't know, uh, the crumb cake is a coffee, vanilla, and lactose ale. So, so how predominant is the coffee in it? Uh, the coffee is is pretty subtle. Um, I mostly get the Aussie. It's, it's not a part of it, but I get cinnamon from it, to be honest. And that's like sort of the, the, the front flavor to me. Coffee is just like a little bit, and then vanilla is just, you know, the way vanilla really does a good job of rounding out basically any beer. Um, vanilla is like the best ingredient uh, in beer. At any time it's added, I'm, I'm usually It's, it's almost like all the breweries purchase from the same off-brand synthetic vanilla manufacturer i don't even really like beer that much i really like vanilla all right now we have another sound oh, oh, gonna, if we gonna, caught that one gonna, gonna that was a, that, I don't, I don't, that was a little subtle it's true i don't know if it's ever been like explained on recording we'll explain but it. for okay so like it's not something that I'm intentionally just shitting on vanilla in beer. Oh, there beer. we got the explicit tag. Oh, boy. We're fucked now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's not something that I intentionally just... I, I like vanilla. I like vanilla in bakery things. I like vanilla ice cream. But for some reason, in every craft beer that has vanilla enough on the label, it has this exact same flavoring and it's like i can it's, taste it's, it's, it's like vanilla it's like synthetic vanilla tasting and it's all it's the same it's the same in any and i can just like taste of it's almost like the chemical used in extracting vanilla extract that is used in beer making it's like i can taste the chemical and so i don't i don't have oh, that visceral of of an experience that you do with vanilla but i understand what you're saying because i have had some um so so once upon a time in Braxton Labs, there was a, a vanilla double IPA hazy that was that was like that for me. It was over the top. It was it was too much vanilla. I am, by the way, having a real. It's a really good beer. I'm having the Sonder uh, Hefeweizen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you made the nice, nice. Yeah, so, great, great brewery. Hey, by the way, Mark, before we go anywhere else is there if someone were to be like more interested about party town is there a place they could maybe find out more information about party town even if it's not maybe live just yet sure party town has a website unlike brandy and i that do not have active websites um, i i was actually trying to softball like underhand pitch that in as a advertisement for the next for the craft boogie podcast ah, but yes. I, I wasn't trying to throw shade you can, for you, once in my life absolutely uh i was confused from john because i thought that was some serious shade. no no but uh if you want more detail about uh party town then uh, check out the latest craft brew geek podcast at craftbrewgeek.com and uh well, now and, the i like this because now the clock's ticking like you gotta have that up before this gets posted well technically i have one and that my uh um, podcast host gives me a website. Oh, so you you changed it? It's not uh, doesn't go to your Instagram anymore. It goes to well, no, I think uh, I still uh, send it to my Instagram. I see. Yeah, yeah, I think I still do the forwarding. But in theory, I have a podcast. We're, we're getting there. Baby so, steps. Yep, baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> and, and, and we'll let's let's jump into office, but. 
the value proposition for me. You write. I take pictures. So right now, the value proposition to me to spread across two domains, McSee Wonders and Craft Brew Geek, I really need to do both because I'm splitting stuff across each one of them. So I don't really want to incur the cost of two two hosting plans right now when most of my stuff goes to social media. I am I am in the same boat as you in that I think the social media places that most people utilize and I utilize are dumpster fires and they're owned by pieces of shit. That, they're, they're, um, they're home printers in website form. That's they are home. They are they are home printers in website form. That is a great analogy. Um, but because I still do a little bit of consulting and social media management, I have to be on those sites for my customers. And so, if I could get those customers to quit me, I'm trying hard. <laughs> um, then I'd probably do something different. But, but my reality is, I have to. I have to have accounts on those sites for other people other than me, currently. Sure, sure. Well, and and, and even the the hosting that you mentioned is really different based on your use case, right? So, right. given that you, like you say, you're mostly doing photography, uh, you really need some sort of hosting that lends itself to, you know, you're primarily going to be doing photos and you need a way to upload, manage, tag those, provide descriptions, alt text, that kind of thing in a relatively streamlined way, um, which would not work at all for the way I manage and update my website. You could do it. It would suck. I wouldn't want to do it that way. It would blow. But the difference is that my hosting is is free. Like I don't pay anything to host any of my websites. I have three uh, but that's because it's mostly me creating text, which is very easy to create in a certain way that I can host it for free. Whereas, like you say, if you want to do that, you really need like a content management system. Yep. And that's either you got to pay for somebody to host that for you or you need your own server somewhere that you run it on, which is then a whole load of hassle in itself on top of paying for the server. So, exactly. Yeah, there, there's a and, lot of consideration. And there are some options. You know, Squarespace, you know, I've, I've built Squarespace websites for other people for years. Uh, I've looked at Tumblr. Tumblr seems to be good for both text and for pictures. But, but the fact of the matter is um, I have some darn good engagement on uh, both my McSee Wonders and my Craft Brew Geek stuff on the mainstream. Now, not as much on Elmo's network, but um, Instagram is pretty pretty prolific for me, and I ha- I have followers, and I have have engagement. So I mean, I have I have people that I don't know that I regularly talk to on Instagram. And we have we have conversations based on my postings, and so there's value to that that I wouldn't. It would be difficult for me to replicate on Squarespace or Tumblr, or um, WordPress or any place else. Yeah, I think uh, I've, I've got I have a website actually hosted on Tumblr. 
I think in in your use case, it would work really well for getting the content out there in a good format um, that, you know, and, and you can uh, use a custom domain for free with them, uh, but it would not be good at all for engagements. Right. right? You'd be able to say, hey, here's my website. And if somebody went to it, they'd be like, wow, it looks pretty nice and it's formatted well and very consumable. Uh, you would probably get almost no activity on those sites. Not because it doesn't happen there, but just because for like, the types of things that you post. Um, Tumblr's not really about craft beer. It's more about like anime wifeys and stuff like that. Um, yeah, not, not that I would have any idea and, my site's about that. And porn and, and other things like that. Well, actually, uh, the, the, it's called fanfic. Well, there, no, there Mark? was, there's a, they, they don't really allow that anymore. That, that caused a lot of negativity okay, so you, throughout the Tumblr. Community. So you think, you think that's true. Okay. Well, I'm saying they don't allow it. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not saying it's well enforced. I'm just saying that it's technically not allowed. I'm going to suggest that it's not enforced. I don't know, but somebody on the street told me that. Um, so when you going over to TikTok? So it, I, I want to see some craft brew uh, dance moves. And and you know what? And we were supposed to be talking about uh, desktop stuff, but we will. We have plenty of time. And, I, and I'm going to let you all riff in a minute because I'm going to do the first time ever thing. I'm going to pull my headphones out and I'm going to let you all talk. And I'm going to go pee again because we are, uh, I have old man bladder. But, but my answer to TikTok is it's a struggle for me each day not to have a... T- a TikTok account. So I don't have a TikTok account because I'm a card-carrying security professional with a bunch of certifications. Oh, I really thought he was going to say Republican there. No, <laughs> no, no. And and I understand the aura around the risk from the Chinese government. I understand the corporate structure of TikTok. But, but to be honest with you, and I know John and I have talked about this uh, on the thread that Brandy's on, but Brandy, like, talks every 66 text messages. <laughs> I, I often find it funny when you and I go back and forth for, like, an entire day. And I'm like, Man, whenever Brandy looks at this, she's going to have, like, 75 yes. unread messages that she's probably just not going to read. Yeah. Oh, it has, it has been, like, 60-plus, <laughs> like, of the badge so, number. I'm just like. Dang, guys, got to catch up here. <laughs> so I, I'll just be honest with you. And, 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 you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that, uh, that John and I are super liberal. And uh, I think it's safe to say Brandy wouldn't be on the podcast if she wasn't also super liberal. And um, I, I feel like the so, – so I've almost been driven to get a TikTok account because of the – recent emphasis by the government i'm okay with the government outlawing tiktok on government devices in fact as a longtime government employee and retired from the government i believe there's lots of things facebook twitter i'd say all all instagram any any of those things plus all sorts of websites gambling and, and those sorts of things should not be accessible via government devices but with that said there's an there's 
there's a political emphasis to move forward towards a a um, outlawing TikTok completely. And, and in my mind, a couple of things. First, there has been no no greater um, attack on our personal information than from Facebook in our lifetime. True. Secondly, there there is no bigger dumpster fire than Twitter in our lifetime. I mean, there there aren't any other websites that you can can 4chan and and all the things that came before and after were were nothing compared to the dumpster fire that Twitter has been and and so while certainly there's data mining going on on TikTok, there are privacy issues on TikTok and all those things, I don't find them to be uh, any worse than those other two platforms. In fact, John, I find them to be the same oh, shade of difference. I just made a nickel. <laughs> but um, well, I think it's it's also important to keep in mind that when you you, you talk about this, it's people forwarding ideas that hey we need to because of transferring data that can be accessible to the chinese government the idea that we are going to ban tiktok the app is not a particularly effective method of doing that if that's your goal because tiktok is not an app it's a platform and tons thousands of apps out there implement the TikTok SDK to send information to them regardless of whether or not you use TikTok. Exactly. So, yeah, by saying, hey, we're going to ban the app, like, okay, but if you're banning the app because of this data privacy stuff, you got to ban everything that uses the SDK, which no one's talking about because the people talking about this are not savvy enough to understand that. So it's it's not even actually accomplishing the end goal if that would be a thing they would do. It's it's not, and I want to take this a little further, but I think we all need a break. So I think we're going to, I'm going to have to fix this in post. <laughs> oh, man. I think we're going to stop the podcast. All right. We're back from that unexpected uh, bio break. And um, and we were talking about TikTok that uh, was, was brought up. And, and so the other thing that makes me want to get rid of my um, non-participation with TikTok is that um, for some reason it's more important to uh, government leaders that we ban TikTok than it is to ban uh, weapons that kill school kids and innocent people in mass um, displays of violence. And 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 I am um, I'm befuddled by the fact that uh, I'm 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 okay. I, I, I certainly am a very constitutional kind of guy. Um, but I don't believe the Constitution protects assault rifles. And if you look at the number of white males that kill people on an annual basis with assault rifles, it's it's huge. Yet we're worried about uh, Chinese government mining uh, U.S. resources um, on TikTok. And, and to the extent of they think the Internet is a series of tubes. And so, thinking that banning TikTok is going to... Hold on, hold on. Wait, it's not a series of are, tubes? Are, are, 
You're telling Shit. Me, you're telling me Al Gore was wrong, right? Oh, man. I, no, he created it, but it was the guy, Ted, what's his name, from Alaska that said it was a series of tubes. He was the senator from Alaska. That's right. That's right. I was thinking. What's was, his uh, last name? Um, oh, that I don't know. Oh, damn it. That's some uh, trivia I'm, right I'm, there. I'm, if, if I get a chance, maybe later, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i look it up on my phone while I'm not acting. Yeah, I, it, I knew it, it wasn't Al Gore I, that said that. It was, yeah, it was no, definitely like a it politician. Was, yeah. but it was Ted Alaska. Series of tubes. Yeah. 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 But I, if that's not true, I, I, you and I used to work for a networking company, and I operated under the series of tubes assumption. So I, I know. I, don't know. I, I think know. Brandy's wrong. Was that your onboarding where they were just like, so? Yeah. We, networking. Tubes. Series of tubes. <laughs> what was a video? It's like a truck. It was going a video through. from a senator from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was your training. You that was your new hire uh, training. That was your, yeah, you sit down with HR and you watch that. My my whole life has has been wrong if that's not true. So I, next she's gonna tell me that like the Easter bunny's not real. Which I know is fake because the Easter bunny hid all that beer in your backyard on Easter. Did you get an Easter basket? How else I did? So I did. So it had beer cans and candy cigarettes. John, John <laughs> John's in his mid thirties. Really it did. It did. It did. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a victory smoker, if you're curious. Do they they still make they do. candy they, cigarettes? They do. They do. Where did you find those? I crushed them. Uh, I think other than the internet. I'm thinking we found them at Jungle Gems. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I I think I could be wrong, but not but the, not the tangent too hard. But Je- Jenny's very creative, and so I f- I think we we went to Jungle Gems for some of the Easter stuff, and I. Think that's where that came from. That's hilarious. Uh, it was Ted Stevens, by the way. Ted Stevens. Ted Stevens. Yes. So I don't know if this is like showing my age too much, but when I was in elementary school and we had like the ice cream truck roll by, they sold us like candy cigarettes out of an ice cream truck. This was on base too. Like, and then they sold the teachers real cigarettes. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I got candy cigarettes out of an ice cream truck uh, see, on, a, were, on a military base they, they when I was were, in elementary school. They were school. great. They were great. Actually, I remember back in the day when I was a little kid that, like, because they were they're pretty normal then when I grew up, and my parents would get like mad if I got candy cigarettes. Like, they would let me eat the candy cigarettes, but like I couldn't as a kid like pretend I was smoking with them. They got like really upset. Like, honestly, like, that's this, ridiculous. This, like, this there is going to turn me into a smoker. There was like no this. effort that went into making the actual stick look like a cigarette. It was literally like I, the stalest piece of sugar. And there was a lot of effort by like, Philip Morris and other companies to like advertise cigarettes to people who were young. So that was <laughs> that was much like the TikTok conversation. <laughs> we're really tackling the wrong problem. See how it all comes together on the same shade of difference so and 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 we need to get to the office stuff but but (laughs) but you but you've driven me this way so so i'm going to say that there is an effort underway to create legislation that outlaws citizen united so citizen united is the supreme court case that determined that corporations were people and so that's where all the dark money comes into all these political um, uh, campaigns. So, yeah. so if we could outlaw the dark uh, money, and and if we could uh, narrow 
um, the special interests, then maybe we'd have a better shot at at not having all this um, H- HP printers in the government. Got HP printers Fuel in the government. The, <laughs> I, the was dumpster think, fire. I was thinking subterfuge, but yeah. So I and not not to pick on HP. All personal printers suck. <laughs> you know, it's just what I'm used to. Is is all. But uh, so, do we want to? Do we want to tangent? Tangent to the, to the in, main in air topic. quotes to our, our actual topic. For the yeah. Episode. So so um, John um, picked a stellar topic. I think to I think this is the second time in podcast history I have actually picked the topic. Brandy and I did. Do you remember how many episodes? Unusually pink was is about thirty maybe. Somewhere around I'm there. sorry. Did you say thirty? Yeah. We absolutely did not do 30 episodes. We were definitely over 20. Were we really? I I don't know. I'm thinking like 12. (laughs) No, no. We were definitely over 20. Oh, man. I think think we're about like two dozen maybe then, if you're thinking 30. Well, this will be the 35th. Uh, SSOD. I okay. posted one last night, which was thirty-four. Yeah, I can I can check on. Uh, I still have all the processed files on Dropbox, but for anyway, hours. Yeah. For hours? So for for the the unusually pink podcast that Brandy and I did, let's pretend for the moment that was twenty-four episodes. I came up with one podcast idea for that. Did you really? Yeah. It was the who came up know, with the rest? It was oh. you. That would be you. Yeah, that what? process of elimination. That would be you. You came up with all of them. I came up with the Evangelion one. And that was it. Um, but this same deal. This is what did you say? Thirty-five. 35th. Yeah. So I came up with like literally none of the other ones. It was all Mark. This is like the first time I had a podcast. And you want like how that. many of his five cents? I think I heard you say three. Uh, sorry, That's a I little. Said, no, I said three of the four cents. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Contributing a ton to the, listen, to the his, effort. His his lawyers, it's, they, it's, they beat me down. It's not about the content. He's got good lawyers. I produce brandy. It's about these pipes. Do you do you hear I, I the mean, sound coming? I'm, I'm, I'm going right to say on, only one of us of the three of That's us on true. this has a voice for radio. Exactly. Uh, it's so not we, me. We, we had and twenty. We had me. twenty-two. <laughs> we had twenty-two episodes of unusually pink. A lot more than I remember. So John picked this one, and he said, um, since he went through a recent uh, update in his home office, um, and I was in the process and am almost finished, we thought, hey, let's let's talk about our home office setups. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and yeah, you're, you're spot on. I uh, I recently redid mine, um, so I've been living in my my current apartment since. 2019, uh, I had a, a very different setup in my previous apartment that I lived in for about nine years before that, because I actually had two desks at that. I had my gaming desk that literally just had like my gaming computer and two monitors, and then I had a work-from-home desk, which, uh, as Brandy can attest to, because we worked together in that job, uh, not a lot of work really happened there. I, I had a spot for my laptop, and then I had a spot for the other laptop where I would watch Twitch all day or whatever I did instead of <laughs> that job, which, uh, by the way, was still more work than most other people did there. So, so. let me let me interrupt you for a second. So, so in your, not your current job right this minute, but your previous job, um, 
So what you're saying is you didn't steal a desk from that employer? Uh, no, I, I did not. We haven't even made it to that point yet. This okay. was this was the this the was previous two previous jobs ago okay uh, when I was living uh, in Central Kentucky. Ah, then. okay. So not a lot happened there. Um, when I moved to Northern Kentucky for my current role, um, I actually got rid of the gaming desk because I, I didn't play games anymore. And I took a very small desk that was my work-from-home desk for the job I didn't really work for. Um, and that was sufficient because at the time, as you recall, because we were both, you know, had been commuting about an hour uh, each way to get to that job when we were working together. You there. mean the 7 a.m. arrival we, time job? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Commute an hour to get there at 7 a.m. because if you wanted to and get And go there, home when? Um, I would usually leave sometime... 6.30 or so, just because... The traffic. Avoiding traffic, traffic. yeah. So if you bad. didn't arrive at 7 a.m., my drive in there was about 30 minutes longer. If I left before 6.15, it was going to take 30 minutes longer. And, and same for me or worse. Yeah. And and so it made sense for John and I to arrive early and start our days. Yep. Arrive uh, early. Paul did the same late. thing because he had to deal with the same thing yep. from Lexington. Yeah. So when when I moved up here, I didn't really have a big focus on my, my home office because I, I really didn't use it other than to, me doing my personal stuff with my laptop. So it wasn't a, a huge ordeal or whatnot. Uh, then, you know, when when COVID started and we, we shifted from working at home for everything, uh, I've, I've talked about it like at length yeah. in earlier episodes yeah. of this podcast. Don't ask me which ones. I have no idea. But, you know, I was the one scrambling to buy like furniture for my deck because I wanted to work out on my deck a little bit before oh, we yeah. all went back to the office, right? Like my assumption was this is going to last a month or two mm-hmm. and then we're all going to go back to the office. So I didn't change my desk setup even though I worked at it. And by the way, my home office is actually in what is supposed to be my dining room in my apartment. But I live by myself and I have a bar top. So I just eat every meal at the bar top. I got some like stools at it. So I don't mm. need a dining room or anything. So it's just where the office is. Um, after I left the job that I moved to Northern Kentucky for, the one that I took was 100% work from home. And I still worked there for about a year before I was like, you know, I've been working from home for more than two years. Let me interrupt you. Absolutely. I'm still confused. So you didn't steal a desk. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we we reached the point of your original question. No, I did not. I did not steal a desk. All right, just Um, just asking. I'm asking for a friend. I I wish that I did because we had really nice standing desks there, sit-stand desks, uh, adjustable. They were great. No, I I did not do that. All right, just Um, in case there's any listeners that might have stolen a desk, I wanted them to to feel that call out. I I don't know, like, what kind of inconceivable monster would steal a desk like that from from their employer. I mean, you just said it's a nice desk. (laughs) I mean, from somebody who's a known thief, I understand that, but you know, I I probably wouldn't uh, I wouldn't deign to to do that. But now I did not end up stealing a desk from from my employer or anything like that. So I uh, I finally though, after working from home for 
two years about full-time decided i'm I'm sitting at a desk and, and brandy can attest but, but, i helped how about, how i helped about, i know well, well no how about how would you describe my old setup horrific like really bad like really bad like horrific and for, what, for, what for was, somebody, what was what was what was like the worst thing about it? Because there are multiple things that are terrible about it. What what do you think is the worst? So thing about it would probably be the first thing that comes to mind is proportions. So That's maybe if you were like <laughs> two feet smaller than your current height, I'm it, I'm, I'm six two by the way. Uh, <laughs> for, no, I want to say maybe. Maybe if you were the size of like a nine-year-old, <laughs> I think that would be a very good like arm length, torso length proportion ratio for the desk you were using because it was bad. And I know this specifically dimension-wise because I went through a whole probably three month period of obsessing over trying to find a new computer desk for myself, knowing the standard depth for work desk right, is right. 24 inches. And me at the time I was like the coolest kid ever using two mechanical keyboards. I'm like, I need something that's like more space for my two keyboards that I'm like hot swapping between. So I needed something that was like, a depth of 30 inches. So we had planned a trip to go to Ikea to look at their options because mm -hmm. I also have a whole desk set up in my craft room. And I brought a tape measure. I was just like, let's just see what you're working with. And I want to say it was like less than 20 it inches. Was, no, it, was it was like 19 or something. It was it was 20. Cause it, was it, at, was it right was at 20? And this one was 20. So it wasn't and, as deep as a normal desk either. And that was after you took off. Wasn't there like a raised back? Yes. Yeah, like yeah. a little shelf that's a little, raised. A little shelf that probably, That was taken off that also... It, it probably consumed like two and Gave and you some more space. Inches, um, because Completely. I had... Ridiculous. I, I had an external monitor on there, and then I had a laptop stand with my laptop on it, which was like encroaching upon the keyboard because the desk was so shallow. And I think you said that it originally came with like the slide-out keyboard it tray, a tray. But I'm I'm tall, but you're taller than I am, and I cannot use yeah, any desk that has low. a pull-out keyboard yeah. tray because like I'm just off. like hitting yeah. with my knees. So right. like. Yeah, you sure. have to have the keyboard on. I, I was appalled. So that was my work from home setup. It was god awful, terrible. And on top of all this, I couldn't use my personal laptop with it because I didn't have any space. Like the, the keyboard was there. I would have to like set it on top of the keyboard or I'd have to unplug the keyboard and move it. It was awful. So hold on. Uh, and for, for what? Just two one years? more question. <laughs> and, and I've had a couple of beers, but I, I don't know that I got the answer to this. You didn't steal a desk from an employer, <laughs> right? I, I, I did not. Actually, you know what? I can, I can broaden this statement. I stole nothing from my former employer. Okay. All right. Because right. I, I think heard, I'm convinced now that I've I'm not going to ask again. I've heard rumors that like, <laughs> other things potentially were stolen, but I, I didn't steal anything from anyone. So right. I, I, I had heard there were more yeah, things than desks. I think stolen. desks weren't the limit. Laptops no, and things. Yeah. yeah. I, I stole nothing. So. All right. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. No, we're Missed we're opportunity. We're I heard there's a lot of things just available. 
up for grabs there. Like, like bags of rice. I don't think John and I rolled that way. But apparently other people do. I did, you know, some of us have more. I mean, I, I, I didn't work there, so <laughs> I didn't get the opportunity. Well, regardless, after two years of sitting at the... Nine-year-old's uh, desk. The, the, the just, like, absolute HP printer that Brandy just described, uh, which is all very accurate. It was terrible setup, horrible. Um, I decided, hey, you know what? I'm, I've been working from home full-time. I really need to redo my setup, so... Uh, went with Brandy out to Ikea um, to grab a new home office setup. I was really, my initial idea, I wanted to have sort of like two distinct workspaces with one desk. So I wanted like my work from home area and I wanted my personal area. My initial thought was to have one really long desk and then just have two spaces at it. For, for that um, when we kind of started looking at things in the store and measuring things out and whatnot i ultimately decided i really like the idea of two different desks that instead of being in a long line i put together into an l shape instead and so i can have like my main one doing air quotes no one can see being my work from home setup and then sort of the secondary section being my personal setup. So what I settled on eventually, I had two 55-inch desks from Ikea that are currently in an L, and they're, I don't have like a, a gap in the middle, and what I mean by that is the long edge of my main desk is right in line with the short edge of the other one. So like the L is complete does that make sense what i'm describing yes because like, mine's the opposite I'm, I'm not utilizing like the full length of each desk basically the little square yes. that is the overlapping against the corner yes. for my setup that's just like a hole right, right, with, right, right. like a short table yep. there because my setup's jank well so that's that's what i ended up doing and i i leave like usually like a, a second or third laptop there or whatever like i to plenty of things I can put into that space. So I kind of created the two distinct workspaces. My work from home space, I'm actually like super happy with at the moment. So the way I kind of operate, um, I've, I've had a, a MacBook Pro for my last couple of jobs. Uh, I use that and leave it, if I'm working at the desk, it's always closed. So that it's not like I open it and I use that screen. It's always closed. And then I have two monitors that I normally operate off of. I've got a 24-inch monitor and then a 28-inch monitor that actually I, again, bought with the help of my good friend Brandy at Micro Center on the same day that we got the desks. I actually got... Is, is there any cooler place than Micro Center? So Micro Center I was shaking my head awesome. because this person here who lives... Five minutes from Micro Center. I, I live like a little longer. I, I live like twenty minutes from Micro Center. It doesn't. In my regards, it's five minutes. This. Yeah, her point because I'm still super close. he had never been to Micro Center. So, so, and this was like when did we do this? A couple months ago. It, it, it was like I, I think I got like my notice right like the week after that or something. So That's it was cool. it was. Like almost exactly a month ago. So I mean, I used to go to my. I've been going to Micro Center for years. Mm -hmm. Micro Center. So so all of my PCs 
and, and I, I had PCs even after I switched over to Macs for different things. I was telling John, almost all of my PCs um, for the past 20 years have been from Micro Center and probably three quarters of them or more are AMD ones and and built out. And so like when I lived in Frankfurt, um, I had a, an office and I, and I had a Mac. I had a uh, iBook. One of the early iBooks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I had uh, a Micro Center beefy uh, PC, and and all my stuff has come from Micro Center for. I don't know. It's been. For two decades. It's and, been like, a, or the company's been around that long. Cause yeah. I, I mean, and, and, that and, means they were open with like CompUSA. Oh, they were. And, and not to overshare, but uh, I was once married and. Um, when uh, things weren't as great and turning bad, my entertainment was to just go to the micro center on the weekends and walk up and down the aisles as therapy. So, so I mean, micro center is a dear spot <laughs> in my heart. Um, if if they don't have it, you don't need it. And and one of the things I told John after he mentioned going there for the first time was that in the old days when there happened to be magazines. They had hundreds of magazines, so they had a wall oh, I can't imagine. of magazines. And so I would go in there, and I was a magazine-aholic, and I would go in there. My dad was, too. And, like, yeah, your dad and I are, are almost the same age. and and Not according to that one guy with six months. Sure. And uh, and I would go in there. Is this a crossover episode? And, and like, uh, your dad's cool. Uh, and your mom is cool, but... Um, I would go in there and, and just buy stuff that I didn't subscribe to that they, they would get. And if, if a new magazine came out, because in those days, that's how, even though the Internet existed, uh, magazines were still in their heyday. Yeah. And so That's I, how you got your tech yeah. news. And so like a, a new magazine PC would come out Gamer on this and topic. All that stuff, yeah. And so I would get those until they – until they, you know, they jumped the shark, or they they didn't exist anymore and stuff. And I, I mean, I I feel like I'm fairly well rounded from a tech standpoint, and I feel like that well roundedness came from places like Micro Center and Joseph Beth Books, who stocked all the magazines yeah. of of all the stuff, even the obscure stuff. I mean, I got into security. Because of of little things like twenty six hundred, which was it still is yeah. a little bitty thing. There's like a zine, a little it's zine, a and and, and I found it. I don't know if I found it at at Micro Center first or Joseph Beth Books, but either way, it when any time it came out, I grabbed it at one of the places, and and everything else like that. So so when. When satellite stuff came out and this came out and that came out. And, and I was, for most of my career, I was immersed in the Windows world. So when if a new Windows one came out, you know, I would grab a Windows magazine and a Linux magazine and stuff like that. So Micro Center is like the cool place. Bought all my, all my PCs there for years and years and even bought. Uh, one of the cool things about them is they have these racks of returns, and I always would go up there 
and go through the returns. If somebody returned a webcam, it would be 50% off. If somebody returned I didn't even know about that. Where drive, is that at? Like they, they, they station them periodically throughout the store, so you got to go hunt for them. Oh, Yeah, so they're not in one place. And, and they'll just be like, it's like refurbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they'll be repackaged and stuff. And uh, I have bought, I've probably, I bought a ton of refurb stuff from Apple. But I've bought probably almost as much refurb stuff from Micro Center. I abs- I can't remember how long ago. It's been like, we've been going there for years and years. But again, it's like, it's like a day trip for us just because of yeah. how far out it is and then the time they close but oh, there's not like t- five minutes no and, and and if you're like you if you're a gamer and a technologist there's so much there you're not just looking at one thing you're looking Abs- at- absolutely not and that's why it's dangerous for me because they have like a whole like raspberry pi robotics individual like like little like fuses and stuff in the back and I've been going there for a handful of years. I remember the first time I went there, I was already into mechanical p- keyboards, and it was maybe like a fourth of an aisle. There's an entire aisle. The whole aisle is mechanical keyboards, and then like piecing together your mechanical keyboards. And then when 3D printing became super big, they had like a couple 3D printers. Now they have a whole thing of them and all the filament and like... It is, and, and so that's the cool you, you, tech hobby you, you, enthusiast. You talk about that, so wall, like wallet. So it's killer. like whatever the cool thing is, whatever the cool kids are doing, they're on top of they, it. They they blow it out, and and so so like when security came in, they they started having all the home tech and the cameras and stuff, the keyboards, man, the the three D printers, holy holy crap, the uh, I can't. I, I have stood there mesmerized by their 3D printer uh, options. Yeah, they have them. They have them going, and they've just yeah, like expanded yeah. on it since then. And, yeah. And, and then I know John bought a couple of monitors, or one. Would you buy two? One. One, but but like their monitor options. It's, it's absurd. It absolutely. They're, it's and, it's and you get a good range. It's not like here's a whole bunch of really expensive stuff, and then just like trash. You, you get. The whole range do, of right. options. Having so, I, I have I have two monitors at my work from home setup, and the first one I bought to replace the one that I got from my former employer uh, that I returned because I wasn't stealing monitors. You didn't steal um, a monitor or a desk. I, I, say, I knew like, that I wanted a monitor, but I didn't have room for two on that shit desk, so I, I bought it online, and it's it's fine. It's not a bad monitor. It was relatively low cost but to your point uh it was so nice to go to micro center and they've got 60 70 different monitors there and you can see them and interact with them and really think about how they would go into your workflow which is so nice that you can't get online and 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 it's not like best buy where where a tv they optimize what a tv looks like these these are hooked up to regular old computers, yep. and you can see, and and I've gone in there and I'm like, no, that's too fuzzy for me, no, that's too this, no, that's too that. You can absolutely, it's just a desktop. you can pick the absolute best monitor for you yep. at Micro Center. Just just a super cool place, and and then I, I know 
you two are a little bit different than I am, and we'll talk about that in my setup. But but I still have storage. But uh, man, they have they have everything you would want from that, and all the peripherals, and and what Brandy said, you know. Um, so I got in when I retired for the first time. I got into Raspberry Pi. I just wanted to learn it because yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't know anything about it other than what it was. And took a couple of classes at one of the maker spaces down in Louisville, which is super cool. So the one of the Louisville maker spaces, uh, highly recommend. But uh, but they have a whole section of of Raspberry Pi stuff there. They have a drone section. They have an mm-hmm. RC car section. Um, so in addition to the just the basic tech stuff, they have all those things. So. So whatever you want to do, and then if you want to do home surveillance or any of those sorts of things, just super cool. Although I'm I'm not a fan of some of the home surveillance stuff, <laughs> and um, I'm not going to stop the podcast this time. I'm just going to go away and trust that you two will talk about me falling off Brandy's porch. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, we. I'm gonna say like we can do that, and then I'll. Just uh, a pretty good micro I'll, center tangent. Yeah, I'll, I'll get us not back sponsored. on track. Please yeah, no. Yeah, if, if they did, I mean, we wouldn't be opposed to it or anything. But yeah, yeah. We're, we're not sponsored for micro center. No, it was, it was really cool. Uh, I did my last thing before we transition away. I guess from micro center, I, I did get grief from your dad about Micro Center because he was on speakerphone in the car while we're driving to Micro Center. Oh, is that when and I outed you? You're, you're throwing shade at me like we're taking John to Micro Center because he's never been there. Your dad's like, he's never been to Micro Center. Oh, and I was mind. like, well, I've, I've never, I've never like needed something that necessitated me to drive to Micro Center. That's not why you go and to Micro Center. And he's like, you don't go to Micro Center because you need something. Uh, you, and I'm like, you just what? go. And he's like, you go to Micro Center to find the thing that you need. Yeah. And I'm like, I forgot and I'm about like, that. Wow, that is equal parts hilarious genius <laughs> and like so true after having been to microsoft like you go to microsoft you're like i had no idea i needed this thing but i see it here and exactly now I need it. So, kudos to your dad he's he's awesome he but, knows he knows um, like that's that's basically more like more than a handful of trips that we've taken because we're in central kentucky and it takes like an hour and a half sure. to get there we make a day out of it so it's usually my mom and my dad go up, whether or not I go along with or not. Right, They're right. going no matter what. Dad drops mom off at IKEA, which is right, right there. around the yeah, corner, that's super close. And then he goes to Micro Center. And then, if anybody knows anything about IKEA, it's a literal maze, and it's intentional that right, it takes forever right. to go through. And so, my mom just calls my dad and is like, "Hey, I'm almost done at IKEA. Come and get me." And dad is. Still in Micro Center, so we didn't, we didn't which even, is Mark, a like literal fraction the size of my kid. So, so Mark is now back, and we still didn't manage to get away from Micro Center. We're sponsored now, by the way. Definitely, but no, I mean, I, I get it. Like, uh, I'll say this before I return to wrapping up my my office setup. Um, to Mark's original point, you got to be careful with some of the like home security stuff because his cameras capture everything. Like, if you happen to leave beer out on your porch and someone goes to pick it up and then they almost fall over while they're leaving your porch. Like that would be get, me. You get some really embarrassing videos. Um, that then get distributed. 
I mean, yeah. if you're trying to compare, like, I I, even, I have I still have a clip from my doorbell where I got pizza delivered and the dude stepped completely off the porch and like I remember this almost like yeah. I'm I'm shocked he didn't like break his ankle. So it was more awkward than I was. What? Oh man, it was like. Brandy like Dude, ran out and was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I like cursed like out the window, just like, "Oh my god!" And that, then he like tripped, corrected himself, and then ran into like the side of the house. And I'm just like, "Now that being said, I I, I did already. share the one of you stealing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes with law enforcement, just so you know. Um, yeah, a guy a guy file. we used to work with." I, who was law enforcement? I shared it with him. So you could <laughs> maybe track down that beer thief in in Lexington, Kentucky. But um, no, to, to to get us back slightly on track. Um, so yeah, I, I got the, the two monitors for my work from home setup. I have a dock there. Uh, what, current, which dock? Uh, it's a CalDigit dock at the okay. moment. Uh, that my my Mac and. Keyboard, mouse, webcam, uh, Jabra puck that I use for all my work calls. That sort of thing plugs into. The keyboard changes pretty frequently, but I'm using a Logitech one. And you still use your Jabra puck pretty regularly? All the time, yeah. Okay. For, for basically any any call that I do for work uh, in kind of web conference on WebEx, Teams, Zoom, whatever you use. I, I dug mine out the other day. I haven't... Uh, been used it in a while. It's it's nice. I mean, I, I live by myself, so it's really easy to have calls that are it, yeah. just open like that. Uh, the only time I don't use it is I'm a prolific pacer, and we'll get to this in a second. So then I kind of change things a little bit. So that's my work from home setup. Oh, I also have a, a lovely 2018 BlizzCon desk mat uh, that everything is sitting upon. Since Brandy and I went to BlizzCon in 2018. Um, when when Mark approved the two of us to go on vacation at the same time, it ultimately was not oh, an issue yeah. because our co- former co- hold on Derek who, came back. But <laughs> who's the coolest boss de- boss ever? Definitely Mark. Definitely you. We're gonna fist bump Definitely. that one. Yeah. Yes. All right. So so yeah, absolutely. I forgot that was like yeah, that was, an issue. That was a thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm not and, I, and I'm not a gamer, but I've always wanted to go to one of the game conferences just just from it's the atmosphere experience. yeah we, we could honestly we could do like an entire episode about that probably because it was it was so cool yeah even even it's if you're great. not like into gaming all the tangential things i think i wouldn't i think i would really enjoy cool. it because of that yeah it was cool. even just the then, just the people watching is right, just right. would just be yeah something and just like Fun to just go and so just experience we'll, like the the just the vibe of yeah. it. Too. So maybe we'll have an episode to talk about cons. Yeah, I think that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. And then uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to speed it up a little but, bit. Would, so, would we have good. to drink if we did? An uh, uh, absolutely. Cons? We, okay. I I drank a lot at the cons. So yeah. So so the only way to talk about the cons would be to drink about drink absolutely. while we're talking about the cons. Okay. And then the the last part of my work from home setup is the laptop stand, which is. Uh, the one I used to use on my old shitty desk, only the laptop sits in it and remains closed. It's just to keep it off my desk because my, to your point about always getting AMD stuff from Micro Center, uh, my current MacBook is Intel, which is disgusting, which means it is basically like creating nuclear fusion inside of it because Intel's garbage. Dude, so. right, right, th- right this minute, my Intel MacBook Pro is probably launching 
Elmo's next <laughs> rock. When I left the house. Successfully. Freaking insane. When I left the house, it was screaming. And that case that this, this pod track P4 was in was hot because it was sitting beside the Intel. It, no. it happens to me all the time. And I'll look and be like, what is happening? And like the thing using most of the resources on my system is iTerm. And it's like 5%. And I'm like, I don't. What? Yeah, jo- I, I, John and I have been comparing notes for a while because we've been having the same shade of difference kind of problems. Uh, it's been awful. And yeah, it's 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 just crazy. Just just a head scratcher. Yeah. So it's I, I just use that to kind of keep it off the, the desk. If I needed, I could open it, but it would be really awkward to look at to my left, but no big deal. My personal setup then that's on like the shorter part of the desk is much simpler. It's really just a Logitech wireless keyboard, wireless trackball, and then I have a laptop stand and my laptop on. I don't even have like an external screen or anything like that. It's just the laptop. I did get a stand that allows me to open the laptop very wide, and I did that like beyond like you know ninety degrees, just like normal, like it's straight up and down. I think I can go to like one twenty on the stand and basically still have the screen straight up and down. I did it intentionally so I can have the laptop closer to me because I'm blind as hell. Um, and it has made me really potentially reconsider how I do that setup. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do going forward. I might do like a, a mini PC and then like another display to have at that. And then maybe have like a small netbook or something like that that I take to breweries or whatnot when I want to work on personal projects remote. I haven't figured out what I want to do there. I'm not... If I had better vision, I'd like my current setup. I'm not happy with the personal setup as it is, basically from that perspective. Also, I could probably have like a better keyboard and stuff like that if uh, it was not always wireless because I don't want to plug things in and out. I really want to throw the laptop on the stand, pop it open, do whatever. It works okay, but I'm, I'm not like thrilled with it. Um, the vision thing is is critical. Yeah. That That... That impacts a lot of my decisions. For yeah, me. I, I'm, I'm at the point now where it needs to have a bigger impact on mine because my vision sucks. And then the very last piece I'll mention, um, I said I use the jobber puck almost always for my calls. The exception to that is I did take, I have this gigantic leather bucket chair from Ikea. I bought it in 2013. They don't sell it anymore. And prior to this episode, I spent about 30 minutes looking online trying to find the name of it. And I couldn't. But everyone loves it. Uh, it's actually regularly featured in movies. If it's like... I didn't know that. I've seen it featured as both like a captain's chair on like a spaceship. And I've seen it as a <laughs> seat what it looks on like. a private airplane. It's also what it looks like. As both. I mean, it's just like a giant leather bucket seat. It's phenomenal. It's very modern, sleek I, looking. I stuck it in a corner, sort of. There's like a corner. I have a little coffee table, and then there's the edge of my personal desk. And that's like my work lounge, quote unquote. And I'll use like a Bluetooth headset, and I'll take calls on that if I don't need to look at my screen or if I'm okay with just undocking the laptop and using it by itself. So. Um, honestly, it's, it's really nice to even just move like literally five feet to the side. And, it's a and different seating. That. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. My mom, so. 
absolutely loves that chair. Yeah, like when we she went was to mad. IKEA that day, she's like, we're putting this in the back of my car. And I'm like, you can't buy it anymore. You can't take Yeah, it. she was it's mad. Fine. She was like, they didn't have it. And John's like, I know. I told you. I got, yeah. got it a long time Again, ago. Again, She wanted to steal it. I bought it. Yeah. So anyway, that's my setup. So I might be still changing the equipment I use for the personal stuff, but I, I really like the sort of dynamic I've got with uh, like work from home stuff, personal stuff right next to it and whatnot. It's been pretty good. Good deal. Brandy, what about you? Mine is kind of similar, but like way, just way shittier. Just like not, not happy about it. So you, you couldn't, you couldn't hold that back so that we don't get the explicit tag. No, I think we already got the explicit tag (laughs) earlier in this episode. This is bullshit. You just had to fucking keep it together. I mean, I won't won't (laughs) guess on a podcast if it's not explicit. That's my limitation. But I think I've spent more time recently helping Paul, my husband, with his office than I actually have in my own. Wait, wait. We're, We're not a couple? We're not. Uh, oh, we're man. actually related. Oh, You're my uncle. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> every, I'm pretty sure everybody in Covington and Lexington is, is like mind blown if they listen to this podcast. Though. Well, at least Covington and Frankfurt. Minimum. Oh, definitely. Minimum. Yeah. And, and Owenton. And where? <laughs> Savage. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So you've been helping Paul. It's yeah. more than your own. Yes, more like... My, so I spent, this was years ago, spent a good chunk of time trying to just really optimize my personal PC setup. So I still have like big tower. I had oh, yeah, two you, monitors. You still have a like, big like, gaming tower. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a big microwave. Yeah. Like absolutely. It's a Corsair um, PC tower, like. Full ATX, love it, absolutely love it. It's so old, it's great. Um, spent a huge amount of time trying to find, like I was saying before, I needed like at least thirty inches for the depth. Too much more is like a kitchen island. Like thirty six is like a kitchen right. island, which is too much. Twenty four is a standard desk, which is everything, like what most things were, which I knew that wasn't. Uh, wide enough for me and then anything smaller that is as you know for children yeah. so because that's what that's what i bought like the the years i got the, the 20 deep yeah and so that was, was that was primarily for like the two keyboards yes that you had yeah at the time i had um two keyboards i eventually replaced that with a absolutely amazing sound bar it's a sound blaster x katana sound bar meant for your desktop they just came out with like another version and then like a slightly updated version like 100% highly recommend not sponsored whatever love it brandy we have no sponsors love it we have no followers we have no listeners we 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 actually savage we actually have followers (laughs) savage but absolutely best where the cops at by the way I called them like an hour ago what the hell Someone says it's a true crime podcast, so they're not coming. Ah, makes sense. Um, absolutely amazing soundbar. Meant for your desktop, meant for under your monitor, not very big, very low profile. Love it. So I ended up going with a, there is a 
local to Lexington, Kentucky. It's called an urban sawmill, like lumber and sawmill. Um, Branch and Bark, Branch and Bark Co. might be the place. So they actually procure uh, trees, not from where they like cutting them down because they're like, oh, I need this is a beautiful walnut tree. Let's murder it because along the theme of the murder podcast, murdering trees, they don't do that. So they go to areas where people call in for like a down tree. The tree has already fallen, it's dead, or they know they're going or there's an area that's being excavated for like clearing out commercial or housing, like the trees are going no matter what, they'll take the trees in there. So they're procuring them from, from more sustainable areas. And so they had a few pieces of walnut that the guy, the owner of it pieced together for me. So it's like the right length, it's live edge. It was sanded down, oiled. It wasn't epoxied, so it's just using like boiled linseed oil, so it's very like natural, brings the pure color out. It's from a walnut tree that actually was like downed in Lexington, so like as local as you can get. So I had that made for me and surprisingly it was not horrifically expensive. It was actually cheaper than trying to like kind of, you know how Ikea has a kitchen customization area so you can like build your kitchen island or a butcher block stuff even with Lowe's Lowe's has their own like raw butcher block stuff like that this was cheaper than doing that he pieced it all together and I basically just have that sitting straight on top of two Alex Ikea drawers Mm -hmm. and I eventually put uh, like metal legs on the other end to kind of like open up the space but that's been my personal desktop setup for a while so how how is that shittier that's not because that's not my like work office so this, this is like exclusively your personal stuff, this is then. just okay. my personal desktop right, i ended right, up putting right. like my playstation on there because i have like a upgraded like 4k monitor with it it's great and then we started to work from home and i had um paul had a desk that he just bought from amazon that he was using for a little while and then he wanted to get a standing desk which he didn't steal from his employer. He didn't, but it's hard not to call it just damn near stolen because I had found it on this kind of really weird app that like resells you things that were returned to places like Amazon. It's a lot so of you can't looks going around the You table can't right now. rely on like whether the stuff is functioning or not, but you can get some like really good stuff for you know, there's a whole Very subculture cheap. of people that are buying. So so I've noticed if I return Amazon stuff, I take it to a UPS store, and there's a wink and a nod, and I don't even have to put it in a box. <laughs> and they throw it in this big box. And then, like in Frankfurt, there's a couple of stores that actually sell um, – pallets of Amazon it's shit. It's like their business. Yeah. It's That's their business. This place, they, this, whatever this business is, they've built a really kind of like shitty app, but it works where you bid on individual items within a pallet that they purchased from Amazon returns. Sometimes you get stuff like expired baby formula. Sometimes you get something <laughs> like, I don't know, a wet dry Roomba that mops your floor that has never been taken out of the box that I paid 
$10 for. Um, one of those things was a stand, uh, electronic standing desks that what those are like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, they're they're not sure. Found it on uh, there no, and yeah, they're bid, more than that. bid for it and it was like thirty bucks. Paul wanted one, so I found it and I got it for him and had to go to like And it works? Yeah. Creepy warehouse, went and picked it up, made sure it wasn't like disgusting or broken and he's been using it ever since and the little desk that he got I was like, oh, I'll use it for mine. So, so it came with a, a desk, too. It wasn't just the... It wasn't just the legs. Yep. It was oh, the so. whole thing. And it was like, I want to say like 36 bucks. It was... And so you're... And I'm you're, embarrassed right you're, now, you're, just so you know. Embar- it's also... it's. I'm not saying it's not without its risks. Because like, first thing I tried to buy off that app was like a Zojirushi bread maker. I was like, oh, they make amazing rice cookers. I want a bread maker. I went and got it to go pick it up, and it's, like, absolutely disgusting. There's, like, bread and flour all. It's all completely, I'm like, no, absolutely not. But you can return it. You just can't leave the warehouse. It's, like, a very, it's very, very sketchy. Um, hmm. But, but it, it works out some of the time. So, so to circle back then, so your work setup is now what he had been using for work Prior to that. Yes. So he, when we first went remote, he just found something to like bide his time because we didn't know how long. And and he changed jobs in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So he had just started his new job where he had to drive up to Covington from here. He bought an, he bought a hybrid car and, and just because it. Cool it to ever hang out with us. Went all the way up there. I, was, I don't recall ever seeing Paul. Yeah. Well, it was probably because of the traffic you're just like i have to spend almost two hours I, in traffic I had to do every the traffic day. what about you yeah i i had to do the traffic as well mark was was the traffic less bad if you killed an hour at gypsies before you went home was not it was actually better yeah i mean granny he did have to drive further than both you guys did mm. to go back home mm. he had to drive further am than i wrong me, am sure. i wrong further than john i'm not sure yeah. he had mark, to drive further than mark? me Maybe I, I don't know. It, well, I, I don't know how far, like, because you're like you it, I think interstate the, in and out. I think it's the same shade of difference. Oh, anyways, anyways, Richard. two months into that job, bought a new car. Basically, bought a new car for it. COVID happened, fully remote, and maybe like a year or so later, still within COVID, he switched jobs. That so was still right, essentially remote. Right. So. Here recently, he's actually, we had a, it was actually, when we first went um, fully remote because of COVID, we didn't know how long it was. So I was basically at my personal desk. He was at his personal desk that was in the same room, our computer room. room. And then it got to be where we're just having meetings over top of each other and it's like distracting. That's that's rough, the the calls. So, and it's like one of a, a, like a smaller bedroom in our house. So he just bought that little desk to put kind of in the corner of our guest room so we have a full queen size bed in there and then in the corner is this desk that he's sitting at with the like a super cheap computer chair because he we just needed something to get us through whatever the amount of time this was and so as that all got extended 
we got him the standing desk. Absolutely loves it. Looks super nice. I was like, oh, I'll use this one and I'll make that my work setup. So I had two monitors on there. And the thing is like, it's like decent looking, but still kind of cheap from Amazon. Because he bought it just to like tide him over for the time being. He didn't want anything like super crazy and he wanted it now. And it sucks because like, they the way the legs are it's like a it, it's not four legs like on a table it's two like rectangles like wooden rectangles so the whole feet the bottom feet is just like a solid square there's not individual legs so to stabilize that there's a bar that goes straight through the middle like where my feet would go so if i'm like kicking my feet around i would keep hitting this damn bar that's in the middle of the legs that are like stabilizing it and i was like kind of going ham on that weird auction website i found one of those under desk like pedal things that was like desk cycle two and it it was like one of the name brand versions of those things. I think I saw somebody at Step have one. William used to have one. So, so let me and uh, I liked it. Let me flash back to you. You talking about the security person that you, law former law enforcement that you, you turned me over to, yeah, and yeah. and he actually turned me onto that. Really? Okay. He did. He has one under his desk. I that's that's on brand. I, I could see him and he and he swears yeah. by it. Oh, I I really I like it. Good, yeah. So I found one of those because I I think I had originally saw one when I was in the office. I yeah. was like, that's really cool. Yeah, I remember you using Williams. Yeah, in the office, and so. I saw one on there, and I was like, I don't know anything about these. Did half a second of research, and it was one of the name brand ones, and it was over a hundred dollars for one of those things. I was like, well, I'm not spending that. This was like. I ended up getting it for like 14 bucks. So I was like, hell yeah, this is great. Can't put it under my desk because of that stupid bar. So I was like, I'll just like unscrew that so I can put my pedal thing. And of course it, because the desk is not very well constructed in the shape of it. <laughs> it just like, destabilized. it just has this very noticeable like shift from left to right, <laughs> which was very irritating for me, but not so irritating I had to fix it right away. So I dealt with that for months and months until one day I was like, we're going to fix it. I'm going to like find a drill bit that can go through steel and make my own like new hole through the back of it and put that bar to stabilize instead of down in the middle where I'm like hitting my shins against it. It'll be against like the back wall. Like I'm a genius. This is this is the best way to do it. Of course, that was harder than it. I ended up thinking it was, but I got I, it. I have always thought you were a genius. So go ahead. I Me I, too. I agree. I yeah. am a genius until implementation. And, and I don't of just things. say that. And I just say it because we're related. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm finally going to solve this irritation. I'll like put the bar against the back wall, but against these legs. And I was like, perfect. It's amazing. And then I realized it's still shifts a little not as bad but now there's an irritating squeak that goes along with it <laughs> so i'm like you know what squeak. this was so irritating squeaks, to get this on there squeaks drive me bug hunting so yeah so it's now worse in my opinion i was like i should have just threw the bar like in the dumpster 
Um, but here recently, we got rid of the queen bed in our guest room and spent a who lot ne- of time. Who needs fucking guest? Actually, we went through that logic. And we're like, how many times have we had guests over? Where, where, where am I supposed to stay? Well, I'll else. tell you. <laughs> we didn't just replace the bed with a couch. We replaced it with a sleeper sofa. Ah, so there's a, okay. a full standard okay. size queen bed. As long as my bed is still good, I'm, I'm okay. We can pull out so it still acts as a guest room. But we did the math. We're like, we probably have like one guest a night a year since we've had the house. I don't want to tell you all how to live your lives, but... Uh, I went to my sister's uh, because they were having a uh, grand opening of my brother-in-law's uh, garage, which is like bigger than your house and way bigger than your apartment and way bigger than my house. Like their personal yeah. garage? Yeah, yeah, it's huge. I'll show you a picture after Not the like podcast. No, auto repair no, no. business. No, no, a personal oh garage. And so they had an open house for the neighborhood. And so their uh, his uh, sister and brother in law were in, so they got the uh, guest bedroom, and I had to sleep in an office downstairs, which they put in an air mattress. And I will tell you that the best I've slept in the last twenty years was on a air mattress. So no I no shit. Not not the too hard. Uh, I love sleeping on an air mattress at and. Many years ago, when someone I was living with and I split up, and the bed was hers, so she took it. Before I got a replacement bed as a stopgap, I got an air mattress. The only reason I stopped, I ended up using it for like way longer than I intended because I slept great on it. The reason I stopped is that in the winter, it is the coldest fucking thing you can That's imagine. Exactly That's exactly the only problem. It, I can't do it because of that. And, and it might it be. It just traps the cold but, air. But literally, so I was in their basement, which is cooler, which I like to sleep cooler. Yeah. And, and so I showed them. I stayed down there three nights. I showed them my auto sleep app. I had been sleeping four hours and something minutes for two weeks before then. And I slept over six Stop. hours each night. I slept on the air mattress, and and their dog would sleep with me periodically. Weller, the GSP, yeah. cool, cool yeah. dog, and and like I was like, holy crap! Do I do I need to get rid of this cool high end mattress that Jenny and I bought, right. and just buy a shitty air mattress and put it in our bedroom? Because I literally added two hours a night. Oh my gosh! To my sleep, especially when if you're anything like me, it's harder to sleep in like an unfamiliar yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. Than, like your normal home. And, and, so, like, in this room, I had never been in. I'd right. stayed with them before, but I'd right. never been in this room. And and this air mattress, it was. Now, well, you know what the compromise is. They that? have those, um, their sleeping bag, um, I guess, air mattresses. They're meant for camping. For if you're sleeping on the ground, you yeah. have some type of cushion. But sometimes it's like a very open air piece of foam so you can roll it up flat. But what you do, it's it's individual. They're very like skinny. So just put that underneath your like fitted sheet. That's a good idea. No, so you, you get that you probably that air mattress. Feel. I don't want to drag us down, <laughs> but uh, I had my uh, post post midlife crisis, 
I'd always wanted a uh, Toyota Land Cruiser, but they're too expensive. So the vehicle I have out in the parking lot, I can sleep in the back of it. And that was my thought. That was actually one of the deciding factors when we, when Paul moved from the hybrid car that he realized after two months he absolutely did not need and he wanted an SUV. The thing that we were testing in all the SUVs was when the second seat folds flat, like how much space can we completely lay down flat in it inside? So, so Jenny and I decided on this vehicle because of um, Grant once upon a time wanted us to buy side by side and go riding with them. That seems to have faded in his mind. But this is seriously the best vehicle I've ever owned. And it's also the first used vehicle I've bought in 40 years. How many times have you slept in it? Well, it's new. (laughs) None yet. How new is it? Two months. Oh, so like super new. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like a year and a half. No, no, no. It's it's new, new. So, anything else with your home setup? I did have two monitors, which is a staple of at, IT at, workers. At both. What size? Both setups. Personal desk and work from home desk. Actually, yeah. 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 I had the arm, the um, monitor mount that was yep. like stacked. So, I had a really old 30-inch, like, honking 30-inch uh, Dell monitor. Was it, was it thick with two Cs? Thick. Yeah. Thick. And then basically the baby brother of it, which was like 24 inches, and that was stacked. And then I just had two monitors that were maybe 24 or 27 for work. And then I got rid of the arm, so I just have the new monitor that's like the 4K one at my desk, my personal desk setup. But then I kept moving around my house, mostly between um, the dining room table downstairs and my craft room, which has a lot of sun in the morning, versus the computer room that has basically no sun ever. So I have two kind of half-assed work setups. So I ended up getting like a rotator arm to put one of the monitors attached to my craft desk in my craft room and then one monitor on now the shaky and squeaky desk in my computer room. So, and then Paul has like super awesome, nice standing desk along with like a sitting desk now he has like a smaller desk for his personal laptop and then a nice couch. And then he has like a little area rug and then he has a little end table with a light on it. So it looks like a full blown office and like a little lounge. And I'm over here ripping my hair out over the squeaky noise that I caused. So one shaky and squeaky, how most people would describe my personality, <laughs> but see so what you're saying is I was we, thinking the same thing. We, yeah. Uh, understandable. <laughs> we, we should have had Paul in the episode. That's what, I mean, basically, and I spent more time, like, making his office, like, look great. Like, we got pictures printed for the walls. Like, it's great. Do you think that would be akin to, like, a person who helps a lot of other people build websites without making their own website? 
I mean, I think it's akin Not to that. me also helping you with your work setup and then just leaving mine in shambles. Some people are benevolent. That's what I'm learning today. It's, it seems like I am with office setups. How, how about you, Mark? What's 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 your? Because I know your your setup is good, and uh, I'm I'm interested in your setup, but I'm also interested in how your lounge decimates mine. Because I know yours is really good, even though you've changed it recently. So maybe there's something so I make me about feel that. bad. So I I've changed mine. So so here's the question: Are we having another beer or not? I I, I feel I, like I we want should. One. Yeah. I'm so, also like one behind you guys. So so I feel like we should pause the episode, pause the episode. and get a beer more, yeah. and then I'll finish mine. I think yours is a whole yeah. a whole All talking right. point. So we'll be right back. All right. That's the first ever second intermission intermission <laughs> after the first ever first intermission. We are we're coming back strong. I like yeah. this. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, um, remember, do you remember you, before this episode where Brandy was like, well, I don't, I don't even need a segment. I don't have a lot to talk about. I'll, I'll just be like, I still feel like I wasn't alone. Oh, you, you, you nailed it. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just, you did know, you ever find out what you were drinking? Confidence or I have no idea what I'm drinking. What am I drinking? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Ur- Urban Artifact. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, the pinwheel. Urban uh, Artifact pinwheel. John and I visited I, Urban I Artifact, them. and uh, what Vanilla. a terrific place. Now, it's all sours. Br- Brandy and I have been to Urban Artifact. Have you? Oh, yeah. We did for that weirdo, like, like, a weird fossil zombie they, they were doing like a weird block event. party. So, like, the, the stripper road. In front of Urban Artifact, which is like an old church, was shut down, and then they had an event, uh, ah. sort of in conjunction with Humble Monk Brewing, which is like literally across, across the, street the street and like a block over. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was all shut down, and they had food trucks and stuff out there. So we spent an hour or two at Urban no. Artifact, and then we went over to Humble Monk. So we one we didn't know there was this. One oh, day event. We had no idea. We were just we going just to wanted artifact. to dick around at bars and play Diablo we on our iPads. Diablo at Mortal a bar. on our iPads, and we did it at like two other bars, and then we went. And we was like, artifact. "Oh, let's try this place because yeah. we've never been." And it's like an event, like just shy of shutting the it, road in between it, the two breweries. I, down. I parked at a place where I'm like, I don't know if I can park here, and then someone else parked on the next side of me. Like, I was next to a car, but I'm like, I don't know, is this a parking spot? Like, this might be, like... It wasn't. A business. There's, like, a warehouse next to it. it was, I'm like, it was I, don't, I don't know if I can do this, but then somebody else parked on the other side, and I'm like, well, they just legitimized it, so I think we're good, and... It was, a, it was, it it was like, a one-day event that they were planning for where they... I'm probably butchering this, but they found some yeast in a barrel, in a hole, in the ruins of underneath of Cincinnati. A handful of local breweries took that yeast. It was was like like, an old, like dilapidated yeast in like OTR that no one realized they still had like storage underneath and they found like old ass yeast in it. And so they gave, they distributed the yeast to different breweries and those breweries made beer from it and yeah. that day was the day they were like um i don't know introducing or letting the public right. try it but it was it was those beers that they made with the hundred year old like decrepit yeast 
was only available available for that day at those two breweries. So we're like, let's try those ones. You know, that's that's funny. You you mentioned that and and <laughs> and kind of react that that's kind of odd. So so Golden Road. So there was a. Uh, streaming TV series, uh, and I can't remember her last name, but the first her first name is Meg, and she was a, a kind of a swimming superstar, and she started the Golden Road Brewery that now is owned by AB and Bev. But prior to that, um, she actually, um, so so she went from town to town and and had home brewers uh, compete. They'd make a beer, and whoever won at the end of the season, she would bought she would can their beer, and and there was this dude that was growing yeast on rocks in his backyard in like New York or New Jersey, and he ended up winning the competition, and well, and did. it sounded like it was a really really good beer. So I guess my point is. That's that's relevant in that, yeah. However, that stuff, all of that grows differently. It does, yeah. And um, there is a brewery in Asheville that's based in San Diego um, that does um, that sort of stuff, and um, it's all about their. Um, their yeast and things like that. And like they're changing the yeast a lot? Yeah, and, it, and in fact, I'm trying hunting to... Hunting uh, for it? Well, I think for a lot of places, too, because I know this is a big thing at all the distilleries, like just maintaining their yeast, right? Like it's, it it's proprietary. Like, they like had our yeast strain for 120 years. They keep years it in a and, vault and yeah. then well, replicate it from well, there, I mean, basically. Bud Light is Bud Light, and McUltra is McUltra, and Miller Light, and High Life, and all those things are... are they're the same. They're the same every year, right, and absolutely. Right, right. So, so the the place I was thinking about is White Labs. So I believe they're based in San Diego. All right, we're back. We had a battery uh, fail on us. So, this, is, this is like four breaks in one podcast. Four like breaks in of. one podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I mean, the, that's what happens when you bring me on as a guest. And the the date is now wrong on this one because it didn't bother to fix it. So <laughs> I'm going to have to fix it in post. Boy, I can't. Can you imagine, like, inviting our good friend Brandy to a podcast and she causes this much chaos? Because <laughs> it's obviously all Brandy's fault, right? I'm, I'm wondering if she's worse than uh, than the Birdman. Uh, no, no. no I mean, the, the episodes haven't been literally ruined, so... So the senator is worse. The, the senator is definitely much more problematic. I just bring... A default level of chaos that so, I can't control. Chaos <laughs> level brandy. So we were we were talking about uh, White Labs in Asheville and yes, San Diego, yeah. and and so when you go in there, they have a beer, and then there will be four or five derivatives of that beer with different yeast strains. Oh, that's super cool. And so they don't have oh. they don't have names like the ones we're looking on the board here. Like they do the same process, same everything, yeah. so, but so only I, the yeast is different. Yeah, so it'll have a Very number. Very cool. And uh, and and it was a turnoff for me. And I sit down at the bar and I ordered a meal. And they do kind of farm to table food. And I ordered a uh, uh, a flight. And I was like, 
Oh shit! Like, like this same beer with two different yeasts. I was gonna say like that flight. Like it was, it was different, yeah. and so um, I might have been there for a while. <laughs> and uh, noticing a pattern. You've never yeah. done that before. <laughs> and and it was it was super cool. So so it's you you can't say like like the gentleman beside a shotgun wedding from Country Boy. It's not like that, but. Um, super, super cool, and and if you're a home brewer, you can actually buy yeast there. Oh, it's super cool. Which, but but it's a it's a big place. It's not a small place. It's a big place, and um, uh, farm to table. And so uh, the beer tender was extra cool. So I'm like, you know, I've got some local beer. Let me get it for you. And I gave it to her, and she was like, she gave me some. Uh, some local bread as well and back as kind of like thanks for that so that's cool super cool place i would go back there uh yeast bread hundred out of a hundred times but but i mean they were like they had a pizza was one of their things because of their yeast but they had all sorts of other stuff but all of it was farm to table none of it was stuff that you get off the the cisco i love that yeah that's that's super cool none i know um uh, Country Boy in at, at least the the Georgetown tap room that used to basically charge me rent uh, when I still lived by them. <laughs> they would do something similar. I don't know how much was different yeast versus different hops, but the line was always called Alpha Experiment. It would be yep. Alpha Experiment, mm. and then just like some garbled nonsense that they used kind of internally to to track all those different variants of and, beer. And, and to your point, I I think. Most people do because I think it's easier. I think they do hops. Yeah, and I and think, I think it was mostly hops. And I think this place because because White Labs actually distributes to all the other brewers, so uh, so it's okay. not there. It's not just them. So they distribute yeast to all their brewers in in the areas, and and I think actually across the country. No, and I think I think it's. Uh, when you do that, I feel like, and I'm, I'm just uh, hypothesizing since I haven't had it, I would imagine you get differences that are, are more subtle than you would get if you're changing hops, right? Hops is very distinct yeah. versus yeast that definitely makes a difference, but it's it's just a bit more subtle and you kind of like appreciate it a little more as the differences as opposed to changing hops where you're like, I like this one, I yes. don't like this one, because they're dramatically different. And, and it seemed like in most of the ones that I saw on the menu, it was like about four or five different uh, differences in the yeast. That's cool. That's per, super cool. Per beer. Yeah. But you could tell. Like, you could tell. A, like a, it was very a noticeable difference between it was. It was. just the so, only variable changing in So yeast. you like the Sonder Hefe, and, and I love Hefe's. And I, I remember distinctly getting a Hefe and and like having, I probably had two or three of the derivatives of the yeast. And I'm like, I liked them all, but I remember liking one of them better yeah. than the other two. And I was like, I'm surprised that. That makes that, such a difference. That this matters. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of cool. But still, it, it, it aligns why, and I'm thinking in the terms of distilleries for whiskey and bourbon, yep. where they're keeping that proprietary yeast, one, a secret, and like 
in a vault where they can just right. multiply it as need, but always keep that original one because it is such. Yeah, I, a I feel sure. That, yeah, I feel sure that White Labs is all this is proprietary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. So to to circle things back around um, to our. Initial topic. <laughs> discussion. Um, Mark, would you like to talk about the desk that you probably stole since we're, we're on that hype train of people stealing desks from... I, I actually didn't steal any desks. Oh, you, you didn't steal a desk either? Either. No. Oh, did you I, steal anything? Oh, my I didn't, I didn't actually steal anything. Wow. Lame. What the heck? We're, we're doing it wrong, apparently. So... Um, so I'll finish this up because I, I think we have uh, food waiting for us and mussels waiting for uh, yeah, Brandy. Bring, bring Maybe for you. That's some, not going to happen. Muscle. I think those are fresh from the Ohio River. That they're, they're I, I mixed beer and mussels once in my life and never again. It's about to be twice. No, your, your home office is super cool. I, I love this setup that you have. Um, I, I've not like worked out of your office obviously but i have sat in lounge chairs in your office and admired the kind of setup that you had so so, so we have people waiting for us at molly malone's because oh, they're, they're they, uh, okay. they missed my message oh so how, how about i roll through mine so 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 i have gas gear acquisition syndrome i was gonna say it's probably why you've been to the bathroom so many times <laughs> Excuse me, I, wow, I'm gonna have to take another break. Report a murder. So, <laughs> so, yikes. So, there's people waiting for us. So, I, I'm gonna go through mine. So, so I have an elaborate setup because I'm a retired guy, and so clearly I need an elaborate setup. You have a lot of time to do. Research you got all the all the time. Setup, yeah. but I've always had gear acquisition syndrome my whole mm-hmm. life because I like tech. So, um, so I have. Um, Two 4K monitors, and I would not give up uh, that. Th- they're both 32 inches. I would not give up that real estate. Uh, being somebody that's that's optically challenged, do having you, not even for an ultra wide. Do you do you, no? Do you do text scaling then within Mac OS? I, for that? I, I do text scaling within Mac OS. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because I cannot. I cannot see. I was gonna say, are you, what are you at? Like one twenty five percent. Is that a is that a good experience? Is it handleable? Because I'll not to throw certain operating systems under the bus, <coughs> Windows. Uh, but some operating systems are dog shit at handling text yeah. scaling reasonably within multiple applications. And, 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 so and, annoying. And and in fact. The the Mac OS does a terrific job at it. So 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 there's not a number. So I can't tell you I'm doing this or that. There's like a slider. There's right a slider, there. and and I go in and I pick and and it's it's terrific. Uh, I could not in native 4K mode. I could not see anything, but it's terrific. It's crisp, very crisp. So I yeah. I just bought a. Um, Mark, I just, I Mark's just, getting distracted by the. He's, he's he's the ringleader of this entire operation. Yeah. And so all communications are flowing through him. So there's there's uh, apparently uh, getting us a, a seat. So at a different place. So. Um, what a different place. Okay. Sweet. So um, the the 4K monitors, 32 inch, are are perfect. 
I had a 27 in addition to that, so I had three, and I quit using that, and then I would occasionally use it for my iPad, and then I just quit using it because I do not have an M. I, I do not have an Apple Silicon iPad so that it, it doesn't fill up the screen. And and so like you, I have a CalDigit Thunderbolt uh, dock. I have a, a another third-party dock that I don't use currently. I'm hoping that I can use two. Uh, soon, if Apple comes out with the 15-inch uh, MacBook Air, yeah, yeah. which is on my list. So I did have, when I worked, a uh, Apple Silicon MacBook Air. I sold it. They, the company let me keep it. I sold it because I thought something was going to come soon, and it didn't come soon, and so I've kind of banked that that money for it feels like now a couple of years maybe it's not been that long um so i do have a uh, I, I moved from a standard desk to a jarvis set stand desk it's a 60 oh, okay. inch yeah. set stand desk and then is since just one straight because i, I it's one say, straight i want to say you, you before you had like the one piece like it was a desk. curved thing yeah it wasn't like an l it was like Half of a square. It was right? like a boomerang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I got rid of that and got a um, um, Jarvis set stand desk, and I've been pleased with it. And then um, just office standpoint, I've got a couple of ODC, uh, OWC drive enclosures. I realize you all don't do that, but I'm an old school guy, and I still do some local backups and stuff like that. And then I do have a Synology. Once upon a time, I had something else, and and I used that for storage of video material that might have fallen off the back of a truck. Um, I do have some of that on my... Which which happens, as we all know, for sure. Uh, I do have a... Not not a huge tangent, but are you liking the Synology still? I went with a QNAP years ago, and... They've had secure, like a major security breach, patched everything, and I'm so, just kind of like. So I, I, re- I had a Drobo, meh. and I got upset mm. with their customer service, and I had a couple of hardware failures. And in, in fairness, I had Drobo for many, many, many years. So, so I got my money's worth out of it. But um, instead of buying another Drobo, I looked around. I looked at what you've you've got. And I decided Synology was the way to go. And um, I've not ever been unhappy except that... Customer service. No, you need to be a nerd. You need to be like us three. It's cool. But you can't... A normal person cannot buy Synology. Interesting, because I felt like a normal person cannot buy a QNAP. Because all it is is like... A, a, a Linux workstation. It's just a Linux OS they s- slapped on on I, this device. I, I would say the Synology like the interface isn't great. In my hasn't opinion, hasn't done a good job of consistency between web interface and native apps. And, and, and maybe you're saying the same thing. And so, I, I feel like I, I never know when I want to do something. I never know where to start. And, and I like to think I'm not as nerdy as you two, but I'm pretty technical, and I and I never know where to start. 
Okay. That sucks because that's how I feel about where, QNAP. Where with, like, Dr- with Drobo, it was terrific. But they they went from a really terrific solution to um, kind of awful, off. awful support and they kind of fell off the cliff. And, yeah. and, and I think, I think I've read some stuff. They've got some stuff going on. And, and so, and I had two Drobos. So I had a NAS one, I had a network one hmm. and I had a locally attached one that had four drives. So I, I had a lot of storage yeah. on Drobo. So my Synology, I have four, Four terabyte drives on my NAS. It sits on like my a four bay. One. Four, I have a four bay, mm. uh, and each of them has a four terabyte drive in it. And um, I'm I'm pleased. I feel like even the older Drobo was faster, but the Synology is fast enough mm. for what I'm using it for. Okay. So I, I'm not using it for video editing. I'm using it yeah, for storage. Yeah. That makes sense. Which is and what that's I'm the using the QNet right, for. Right. I'm using, we're using for NAS, and we're using it kind of here and there as a like a media server. So. I, and, and, and yeah, so so that's the media server. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like that real time video editing, pulling things across, like that's where that shit falls apart if it's not fast that's, enough. For most other, I use would do cases, a different solution good. at that. That's point. just the only one that's like. I don't have room for this on my my MacBook. I gotta pull it and edit it across that connection. That's where things start to get really finicky. And, and and so I have those two OD, OWC things, and I'm a big fan of OWC. But the but the two I bought, uh, Otherworld Computing, so uh, MacSales.com. Um, but the things I bought, I bought specifically so I could reuse things that were in my Drobo. Right. So they are not the fastest. They're direct connected. Mm-hmm. So they, they connect to the Cal Digit. Yeah. yeah. But they are not super speed fast. So I, I also have some um, USB-C drives. SSD drives, portable drives that are one and two terabytes that I use for some really, really fast stuff as well. But for the most part, what I use these OWCs for is kind of built-in suspenders. Mm. So I put stuff on the NAS, and the NAS has RAID on it. Mm-hmm. But um, I will also do a time machine backup on the OWC, and the second OWC is set up for my new MacBook Air that I don't yet own. For for any of those, like, because I've I've never owned a, a NAS or anything like that. I, I haven't needed the local storage. Did they offer any options for what the file system is? Or do you know what file system they use if you don't pick it? I'm just curious. You you have you have flexibility in picking it, but it also impacts if you can use a RAID level. Sure. sure. Yes. Yeah. So so Sound- for example, my OWCs are formatted in uh, uh, the Mac uh, extended. Okay. Well, yeah. I can't think of the exact name. Yeah, I don't remember the Mac but, ones. But but yeah. so those are those are specifically done is that and i believe my my nas is uh raid five okay yeah i'm, I'm just curious because i know like uh I've, I've messed around a little bit with like I, I typically use for my personal stuff like linux systems so like ext 
whatever version number yep. is typically the file system. But for like uh, Ruby, uh, like uh, I don't know, data access heavy stuff. In the past, I've used like ZFS because it's yep. it's very good at like fetch ahead. Like I'm getting this block. Or, sorry, you requested this block. I'm going to go ahead and get the next block because you're probably going to want it. That sort of thing. Like different file systems can make a difference there. But you're also getting into a very like technical use case that most people aren't going to really no, but I think fuck I, with. But, but it's a good option. To no, have. I think that matters. And yeah, so that's, that's yeah. why my OWC is set up that way versus right, the NAS. Right. Um, I got a bunch of other stuff. And I could go through it. So I have a Zoom Pod Track Eight. I've got a uh, twelve South Hoverboard Duo that that handles my iPad, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Wait, wait. You say that what? What is the? What's a hoverboard? Yeah, I'm not familiar with this. So you. Other than like the hover bar. something you break your back on. No, no, the hover bar. So hover it's bar. Hover bar. Okay. So, so I, heard, I heard board. I, I did too. Like, I did too. No, I... Papa. So how about we close out on this one? So John, once upon a time, asked me about, ask us, I believe, not just me, about uh, laptop um, stands. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Re- recently, oh, yeah. The, the one that I described as my personal setup, I was asking you, you all had about, asked about and, that. And, and I gave him some stuff, months, but yeah. I told him I felt inferior in what information I could give him. However, I bought this 12 South Hoverbar Duo, which actually can be used for my phone or my iPad Pro. Okay, and it will it will slap onto your desk, or it has a stand that will set on your desk or anywhere. And I'm a big fan of it, so I set it on my desk. Look! Look at this thing. Yeah. So I set it on my. It's like a the Pixar lamp, but it instead is. of a, a lampshade, <laughs> is your fucking iPad. It I is. want this. So no, I, now we're really. Explicit. So I set it on my fucking desk, and and so I added a uh, doorbell cam that's a HomeKit compatible oh, yeah. one that I mentioned to John a while back, and um, so I use it to monitor that and a few other things, and and it's nice to have that third monitor up there that I can reach up and touch and do some stuff. So you got that relatively recently? Oh, yeah, it's, fa- it's fairly new. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen like sort of... you get of, that um, second gen one? Well, I've seen... Yeah, it's, I've it's, seen it's the second gen. I've seen sort of a, a proliferation of that kind of peripheral with a lot of the recent advances in, in iPad OS that really allow yep. it to latch in and sort of function as a monitor in that way or even like your primary device in that way. So so it comes with both a stand and it comes with a clamp that so if you had a set set stand desk or whatever. That's awesome. That's really cool. I have it on the stand and I have the 12.9 inch iPad and it's fine. That's awesome. And it's like a pinch mechanism so like you can do any size. And it fits my phone. Correct. So, so with my iPad, I can plug in the power. With my phone, I cannot because right. of the way it clamps it connects. On. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't really use it for my phone. Sure, it's but, it's a it's a nice edge case, but not the primary reason that you got yep. it. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I could talk about three more hours about my desktop <laughs> sis, or my, my office. Let me say one last thing and then we should go. I cleaned out my office. It's no longer claustrophobic, John. Okay. I, I got rid of that rack. It's in the yeah, it's in the right. garage. Uh-huh. And now my stuff that holds my tech is a toolbox that you would keep in your garage. No, like a metal. It's a me- yeah. drawer system. It's a it, it's it's a cool toolbox and it has the self-closing it. doors. Ah, nice. And I got it all organized uh, in the last day or two. And you know what? I wish I'd done this a couple of years ago. I bet. I bet. Because honestly, like when when I redid my setup, I now have a lot more drawer space, and I just I haven't moved basically anything over from previous storage into that. Like most of those drawers are empty, and I need to reorganize it. But it's so hard to not be lazy and do that. So it's it's a and, lot. And the one thing important to me is if I don't see it, I don't know it, I don't yeah, use it. Yeah, yeah. And so this layout, I can see it all. Right. I've outlined it all. And so I got rid of tons and tons of cables that are in a yard sale box now that I'm like, I, a person can only need so many HDMI cables, no, either dad, cables. Dad, if you can hear this, plug your ears. Plug your ears. You don't need to hear this. It's Mark, okay. Mark, how much did you pay for those component cables? Mark? No, no, no. How much did you you're, pay for those component cables, Mark? You need Dad, them. you're yeah. a lot. You can keep those cables. They're comfort cables. From oh, they're older than I am. He still <laughs> yes. has them. Yes. He's like maybe one day if you need to test. There's always have that PS1, PS2 mouse connector cable. It's it'll, it'll come in handy. All right. You know what, Brandy? <laughs> I appreciate you joining us tonight. <laughs> This is so cool. How about how about we we make this a regular thing? How about you join us yeah, and talk I about stuff? Yeah, I feel like stuff? I'm I'm a little more than a one-off guest, but not quite the status of like third co-host. Well, well, nobody so. nobody is like John, but but <laughs> Your but pipes I don't, just I don't have the voice but, for it. But you know what? But I also this, this but this was terrific and 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 and. And you had the vibe and more. Probably so, a, a, I add the tangent. And I so. only had to call the cops like seven times for murders. Yeah. So it was all good. I mean, we get to list it under a true crime podcast now. Those get like <laughs> all the sponsors, all the hits. But but no, I think uh, I think we should just call it the different shade of same podcast so, so we'll, when we'll, I'm on here. We'll, we'll work on something. Uh, John, dude, man. I know we see each other all the time, but it's it's, it's good to see you again. Getting the band back together. I Getting like the band it. it's, back it's, it's, it's good. It's been good to uh, do my first set of recordings. In, like, it's like a reunion a tour. Yeah, reunion tour. It's Absolutely. a reunion yeah. tour, man. It's, it's been hey, good to be back. Let's go get some muscles. Let's go get some muscles. I'll pass on that. Later. Stay pink. <laughs>